to Haikyuu Nice Kill. This is episode six. I can't believe it. It's pretty crazy. Six episodes in. Um, today I'm going to talk to you about the newest episode of Haikyuu to the Top, episode um, 14. Oh no, episode 15, called Found. Um, but before we get into it, I just wanted to take a quick second um, to shout out my girl, Geneve. Girl, I'm going to call you Jenny. I hope you don't mind. Um, she's so great. She's been tweeting at me um, on Twitter and commenting about my podcast on Reddit. And she left me an Apple podcast review. That was so great. I read it to my dad. Ah! <laughs> um, so thank you so much. I'm really glad you enjoy the show. It means a lot to me. So thank you. I just wanted to say hey. Um, I also wanted to take a minute to um, talk about something that I bought recently. So um, I've been watching anime and reading manga for more than half my life, I'd say since I was like 13 and I'm 29. So for a really long time. And um, I've never owned any like anime merchandise or anything. And I used, you know, I'm on TikTok. I'm not, I don't record anything on TikTok, but I like watch TikTok and so many people on there have all kinds of crazy merchandise and stuff. And it really made me realize that I was like missing out so hard. I was like, I don't own anything for anything. So a couple of weeks ago, I ordered a sweatshirt so that I would have it in time for the new season um, of Haikyuu. And I ordered it from a really great shop on Etsy. It's called Umai Anime. U-M-A-I, anime. Um, they're from Texas. And it's so, the shop is so cool. They have a ton of Haikyuu stuff and a lot of My Hero Academia stuff. I bought um, a really comfortable black sweatshirt with a picture of Hinata on the front. And he's like doing his little hee-hee smile. It's super cute and I love it. Um, and I also got a little... Um, Bakugo sticker that's on the back of my phone case because Bakugo is like my fave from My Hero Academia. So if you, you know, want to get like a cozy sweatshirt for fall, definitely check out that shop. It was, you know, it's not expensive. I got it really quickly. Um, I've worn it several times and washed it um, quite a few times. I always wash it inside out and kind of carefully, but the, the face, you know, like the print on the front, it feels really secure. It doesn't feel like it's going to flake off or anything. So definitely check them out because it was a really great shop and had a bunch of cute stuff. So I just wanted to, uh, you know, start the episode out like that, I guess. And then, um, so I have quite a few things to say about this episode. I feel like this episode was a bit infamous because I saw all over Twitter, um, a lot about the animation for this episode, and um, I laughed a lot, I'm not gonna lie, at some of these screenshots. Oh my gosh, I was dying. So, I mean, I'm gonna start the episode off by talking about it, just to get the elephant, you know, in the room out of the way, and then I don't have to bring it up as much. Um, But I'm sure if you've seen the episode, (laughs) you know that the animation here. Um, I mean, there's no real way to sugarcoat it. It was pretty disappointing. 
I, it really, um, was a bit jarring actually, even though I sort of knew what to expect because a lot of the characters really did not even look like themselves so much. And there was just kind of a lot of very harsh lines and very blocky, you know, square type shaping that isn't normal. <laughs> I mean, what I found most like jarring about it would be where they would have cuts where they look normal and then the next scene would be them all, you know, awkwardly shaped and stuff. There's a few gems. I mean, I didn't hate it. I'm not going to lie. I laughed a lot. I thought it was pretty funny. There are some gems like when Suki is serving and his face is just like that wicked weird shape. God, that was hilarious. And then there's like a shot of the entire um, Inarizaki team where they all have like these really awkwardly sticking out ears that are just so like not needed. Oh gosh. I kind of, I mean, I kind of secretly loved it because it was so bad. It was like you know, because in the last episode, I was so bumped. In the last episode, you know, we end it where they just had that quick that was just like Hinata and Kageyama's quick and everyone's freaking out. And then this episode, it's like everyone had a stroke. Like they watched the, they watched the quick and they all had a stroke because they were so shocked. And the rest of the episode is them like struggling to process like what happened. And they're all just in shock. And that's why it looks so bad. That's what I'm going to believe. But I am just going to say that I do. I, I saw it too. The animation's pretty bad. I hope. Um, I mean, I know that they outsourced this to another animator. So I'm not trying to like, you know, hate on anybody's work because not everyone, you know, people are all at different levels and stuff. But this is a really well-known anime that's been going on for a really long time and this was a very anticipated season so it was definitely a bit alarming um, to see this. I hope that the fact that we got this episode here in the beginning means that we won't really get a lot of episodes like that later on because it does sort of feel like a waste. A lot of the really cool action and stuff it was just very distracting to have like people's weird stick figure e type arms and then like very like there there are times where they're standing up and their legs are just weird it's just bizarre I mean I can't draw for shit so perhaps to you I guess but anywho so I just wanted to address that right off the bat so that I don't have to keep bringing it up. I'm going to try not to really mention it again. I'm just going to talk about what happens in the episode. So, like I said, we start off right after that freak quick, you know what I mean, from the other team with Atsume and Osmo. I always say Atsume, even though it ends in a U. It's Atsumo and Osmo. My bad. But they're like, kapow, bitches, we got the same freak quick as you. What's up? And everyone is shocked. And they all have a stroke. And then the animation's terrible. <sighs> <laughs> Sorry. 
So after that, you know, Kageyama and Hinata, they're like, oh, we have to do our own quick now after that because we just got shaken up. And Atsumu had predicted it. And they're like, blocked. What's up? You know, I don't know if they ever um, mention who these people are, but we get like a, a little glimpse of these two people in suits on the side. Is it ever said who they are? I can't, I cannot place it. Who are they? They look like very professional businessmen. And, um, they're animated better than the whole freaking sports teams. But anyway, um, one of them is like, they're like talking about how Karasuno, you know, especially Kageyama and Hinata must be feeling really like discouraged seeing their secret weapon, like the thing that makes them so special, being done by some other team just like on a whim like that and you know one of them is like no I don't think so I think that this is a great opportunity for Hinata to see that Kagayama is not the only person that he can play volleyball with like Hinata can be a powerful you know force on another on another team because there are other setters like Atsumu who can get him a quick ball like that and can do a super fast quick and he's like I don't think he looks depressed at all and you zoom up on Hinata's cute little intense face he's got going on where he looks like he's about to like burst out of his skin he's so excited to be playing volleyball so that was pretty cool he's got his you know he's wearing his intense face he's got his intense face on so then they're like playing you know Hinata he goes up, that he's about to get blocked again, but he gets that little look in his eyes where he can see the fingertips, you know? And he gets a nice white point. He's like, yeah, scoring a point. Suki gets a really good block point, you know? He blocks the twins. <laughs> I took way less notes in this episode, even though I watched it twice, just because I kept getting so distracted. I was like, oh my god, look at that way that ear is drawn. This is so bizarre. But Suki, he like, you know, he's seen Kageyama and Hinata do that quick so many times. I mean, probably hundreds of times, no? They practice for hours, like, all week long. So he sees them doing it. He's calculating, you know, he's, he's the mastermind of the blocking. He's doing that like, where is it going to go? So he blocks that free quick real quick from the other team. He even says he's like, I've always wanted to block that cuz it must be so annoying to like, you know, he doesn't really get along that well with Kageyama and Hinata, so it must be really annoying seeing them get all the attention all the time. So he blocks it. He gets a nice block point. So they're doing pretty good. You know, nobody's really super lagging behind. They're keeping pretty even. Um, you know, they get a timeout. I think it's the other team that calls this timeout in Arzaki High. I think that they call this timeout. In Ukai-sensei, he tells Hinata, you know, just this once, I want you, um, to be like, Unoka? Inuoka? I'm pretty sure it's Inuoka. Which was like that blocker from Nekoma, the one that I loved all of their um, games against, um, Nekoma. So, it's the, that blocker that was, like, committed to him and would follow him all around and was the first one to, like, be getting his hands on Hinata's, like, quick. 
So he's like, I want you to be like him. And you're going to be following around um, Osmo, who's number 11. You know, today I realized that the twins are 7-Eleven. <laughs> anyway. So he's like, I, I got you. I can do that. And he also tells them, like, calm down, because you guys are getting all hyped up out there and not in a good way. They're getting, I don't know, like, thrown off by the other team. So he's like, keep it calm. Commit blocking. Let's go. So we get some more action, you know, some more gameplay. Asahi, he serves right into the net. Whoop. Oh, well. You know, can't win them all. Um... So this is what I was talking about when I said that it's, like, jarring to see when they look normal and then when they go back to looking really weird. Because we see a little um, snippet of Bokuto um, on the sidelines because he's watching. You know, he's got to watch his little birds play in their game, their big match. And we see um, Suki and he, like, takes a couple steps back and, like, runs up and does a really great a really great um, spike from super high. It's like a really powerful spike. I love Suki. I think he's awesome. So I was so glad. When I'm always so happy when he gets like really good moments like that. And Bokuto is like, oh, Suki's gonna fly. And he is animated. <laughs> Bokuto is animated so well. Like he looks just like himself. He was so excited, so into it. And then you go back to the game with all these like weird looking minions on the court. I don't know. It was just so bizarre. So, anyway. Oh, the other thing that really bothered me, and I can't tell if this happens in other episodes, but Sugawara, he's got, like, that little, um, like, freckle or, like, a little mole, whatever, under his eye. He's so cute, you know. He's got, like, that little Marilyn Monroe mole, but under his eye. And sometimes it's little and, like, normal on his face. And sometimes it's enormous. It's like this big blotch on his face. I'm like, guys, just, it's a dot. Just get it right. I'm a little bitter. Anywho. So we have our number seven coming in as a pinch server. And we'd seen him practicing before and Yamaguchi being kind of like, uh-oh, I can't have some other pinch server taking my spot. But um, number seven comes in to do some pinch serving. It's Kinoshita. And he's super nervous. You know, I think this is his first, like, real match, isn't it? Or I'm pretty sure this is, like, his first real match. I don't remember him playing um, in a real, like, match before. And so talk about high pressure. I mean, this is, like, an intense tournament. They're at nationals. They're playing against this team that he's seen on TV and he's seen them in magazines and stuff so he's freaking out and Ukai sensei he's like you know calm down you're 16 and then he goes over who's receiving who's in the back line I didn't write their names down because I'm lazy <laughs> and I forget to do that kind of stuff until I'm recording and I don't know how to edit this podcast so I can't just stop it and look it up and then cut in here with the names because I don't know how to do that. So maybe I'll learn for like episode 12 or something, but episode six, don't know how to edit anything. 
Anyway, Ukai Sensei's like, yo, you're 16. The receivers are 16, 17, and 18 years old. They're just a bunch of high school kids, just like you. Relax. And it, you know, it works. You know, he's like, oh yeah, I'm not playing against professionals or like aliens or anything. They're just high school kids, just like me. And he, I think he gets to serve twice. He does, you know, pretty good. Um, but he thinks, you know, he thinks he didn't do the best. Like when he goes to the sideline, he's like, oh, I could have aimed that second one better. And you know what? There's always room for growth. So Kinoshita, you did a good job. Bravo. Number seven. So anyway, we're back in the game. Hinata is all over Asumu, you know, doing his commit blocking. I'm pretty sure they're tied at this point, you know. And Hinata, he's like hopping all over the court per usual. Atsumu's like, yo, that kid sure's got some hops. You know, he's springy. But that's all he's got, you know. He's just jumpy. He's not strong. He's not like big and heavy. He's easy to push around on the court. Osumu's like, yeah, I guess you're not as tough as I thought. Um, excuse me? I always get so offended when people have shit to say about Hinata. You don't know what this boy's been through and how hard he works, okay? <sighs> I can't, I like, take it personally. <sighs> so, anyway, Kurosuno has their own timeout, you know. Ukai-sensei's like, yo, Hinata, remember to get lost in the crowd? And Suki, like, mentions, like, yeah, Hinata, don't forget, you're supposed to be blending in. He's like, I know you think to yourself, like, oh, my quick's faster, so you just want to be fast, 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 but that's not going to work right now. Blend in. Don't get all worked up. Uh, so they're playing. Hinata overhears Asumu saying to his other 20, you know, Atsume and Osume. God, I, I wish that their names were slightly more different. But he overhears him saying that he's not scared of Hinata. So Hinata's like, well, who's a scary blocker? Because I have to start acting like a scary blocker. And of course he thinks of, like, Aone. You know, that big tall blocker from Date Tech. Um, but he's like, oh, part of the reason why he's so scary is because he's also got, you know, the wall. The great wall of Date Tech. The other two blockers who are also super tall. So he's going through, in his mind... All of the blockers he's been up against that were super annoying and hard to deal with. And he's thinking, like, who was the worst one to go against one-on-one? -on -one? And he thinks to himself, like, oh, that guy. And so he's like, I've got to channel that guy's energy. And, um, you know, the guy he's thinking of was uh, number four from Seijo, Hajime Iwazumi. I believe that's who it was, because it shows a little flashback of him, like, in normal clothes on the train. I think that's who that was, right? Number four from Seijo? Tell me if I'm wrong, because otherwise I won't know. But he's thinking to himself, like, he was the most annoying person to go one-on-one -on -one with. And he's, just, like, channeling that energy. And he goes for a block, and he's thinking to himself, like, oh, you're not going to go for a cross shot, are you? Which is, like, what? Iwazumi had been thinking when they had played against each other. And you know what? It forces Osumo to do a line shot right at Noyo. Noyo, my bad. Who picks that shit up like a piece of cake. Easy peasy, lemon squeezy. That's some teamwork right there. 
And happy birthday, by the way, to Noya, because it was his birthday the other day. So proud of my teammates. Anyway, so then they go in for, like, a synchro attack, and Hinata is getting all blended into the crowd, and they, like, get this great point, and they're tied. Then the other team, Aran, 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 number four, he, like, slams it over a triple block to score a point. It's like the pace is picking up, and it's going to be this intense game, right? And then it's Yamaguchi's turn. You know, we're about to bring him in to be a pinch server. And Hinata does not want to give up his spot on the back line because he wants to show off all of the defensive plays he learned while he was at camp. But you know what? It's a team sport and you got to let the other guy play sometimes. So he's like, Yamaguchi, my boy, you better score 10 points out there. Which is, you know, that's just how he is. So Yamaguchi, he's thinking about, you know, no big deal. Like, I've done this a thousand times. Like, I'm just going to do everything like I always do. I'm going to just be in my routine. I'm going to walk up onto the court like I always do. I'm going to touch the ball like I always do. I'm just going to find my focal point and it's going to be a piece of cake, right? And he, he's got a plan. He's going to aim for number four, you know, and um, make him, that's their ace, you know, and make him have to dive and take a knee and like, you know, mess up his position so it's harder for him to play. And he goes to look for his focal point and it's covered up by a banner. And bro starts panicking. He's, like, sweating. He hears the crowd, which is so true. Like, competitions, because, I, you know, I think I may have mentioned a time or two that I also have won competitions. Literally, when I was 12, I was, like, a cheerleader, and we went to nationals, and it was amazing. But, you know, when you're in the zone, you kind of don't hear, like, the crowd so much because you're just, you have to, like, block it out. But suddenly, Yamaguchi is, like, not in the zone anymore. He's all panicked. He can't find his focal point. And you hear the crowd is so loud. You hear people booing. Like, he, he like, sees all of the teammates in front of him. He's super panicked. And then his, you know, pitching coach, Ukai Sensei's friend. What is his name? I, you know, I did never wrote that down. I've never even thought of it. What's that guy's name? I don't know. Please tell me so I don't have to Google it. So he calls out to him, and he's standing on the other side holding that little Mart bag, Shemitah Market, with that smiling little piggy all sliced up into some nice little slices of ham. And you know what? That's exactly what Yamaguchi needed. And he just does this beautiful float serve and freaking service ace. Perfect, right? My boy, Yamaguchi. <sighs> so happy. But then that's the end of the episode. Oop, there we go, the end. We're going to see what happens next. He's going to serve again. You know. And then the next episode is called Broken Heart. And I'm like, is that all of us who had to watch this episode animated like this? Because I am feeling a little sad about it, not going to lie. Anywho, that was the episode. It was pretty good. I liked it. We got to see a little bit about, like, the twins. You know, Osmu is saying, you know, that Atsumu is, like, not trustworthy and steals all his clothes and eats all his food. 
That was cool. And we got to see some people talking about Hinata, you know, not being a one-trick pony, how he can, you know, probably do well in volleyball with other setters. That was pretty cool. And, uh, you know, I really want to see some more of the other teammates kind of get some action in because... I mean, Asa, he had that little, like, faint, but I think that that was an accident. But he did get that point, which was cool. But I want to see him do some more pretty cool moves. And then, you know, they've been sleeping on Tanaka this episode, so we need Tanaka to get some good action in for this next one. And uh, Sugawara-san on the sides. I don't know if they're going to put him into this game, but, like, I love him so much, so let's give him something to do. You know... Can't forget about our captain. Come on. Noya. Like, I just love them all. And we need to make them all shine. And we can't do that if they look like gremlins. So I am super hopeful that this next episode is animated normal. And I really hope that we don't get a lot more of these kinds of episodes further on. Can you imagine if, like, I don't know, we're in the middle of this intense match and all of a sudden it's, like, animated like this? I'll be so disappointed, so. Anyway, tell me what you think um, of this episode. If you think I'm being harsh on the animators, you can tell me that. I don't mind. Definitely uh, contact me on Twitter, at HaikyuNiceKill. You can tweet at me. You can send me some direct messages. You can leave me a review on Apple Podcast. Can you imagine if I have two reviews? <gasps> That'd be crazy. Anyway, I hope you liked this episode. I liked recording it. And uh, I never know what to say at the end. So, bye. See you later.